Ever have such a huge to-do list that you just kind of stare at it, unsure where to even begin? I love the holidays, especially with two small kiddos. It's so fun experiencing the holidays through their eyes, but the holidays can also feel a bit bonkers. <laughs> and there's decorations, which means pulling things out of storage and moving this here and that there. And there's gift giving, which means shopping and budgeting and wrapping. And then there are parties for work and parties for family and parties for friends at your house and their house. And you better have a nice dress for that party. And then there's extended family and maybe travel and weather. And holy moly, are y'all feeling all this? Well, this season, I want more magic and less madness. So today's episode is all about how you can task batch for the holidays. I'm going to talk about what task batching is and why it's a great time management tool to have in your toolbox. But I also want to talk about how you can specifically use task batching for the holidays. So batching through snow gets tasks done in a row. Oh my gosh, love me. And let's do this. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If so, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan Podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, planner addict, and recovering overachiever. After years of hustle and grind, I was tired of trying harder. I was ready to try easier. At the intersection of research, practice, and play, I found a purposeful path to planning and goal setting that is fun, simple, and sustainable. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I will equip you with tools and practices to clarify purpose, reclaim time, and achieve goals, playfully and lightly. Let's get started. Hey all, I just wanna take a moment and say thank you, thank you, thank you. You listening right now means the world to me. I started this podcast because I wanted to be able to share all of the things that were running through my head with other people. I wanted to have a community of other people that geeked out about planners and planner paper and pens and liked trying out different time management tools. I wanted a community where moms could share ideas with each other on how we can continue to be ambitious in our careers while at the same time showing up for our families in the way that we want to. And how do we do that without burning ourselves out? I'm just so grateful for the Plan Goal Plan community. If you haven't joined the Plan Goal Plan Facebook group, do. There's a link to that in the show notes. Also, if you've been listening and this podcast has inspired you, guided you, you know, share it with Share an episode with a friend. Share it with a fellow mama that could use an extra boost, a high five. And if you haven't, go ahead and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. It's really important to making sure that the algorithms like the podcast and that more people get to see it and more people and more people listen. And so I just wanted to take a moment and thank you so, so much. So today we're talking about task batching and we're talking about task batching for the holidays. So what exactly is task batching? Well, task batching starts by identifying similar tasks. So you look at your to-do list and then you look to go, what sort of tasks could you categorize as similar tasks or activities? So for example, I really, really like to do this with any errands that I have to run. So what are different errands that I need to run? Could I put them all together? And rather than every day running an errand, can I dedicate a certain morning of the week where what I'm doing is running all of my errands at once? 
So you first are identifying similar tasks, and then you're actually dedicating time blocks to doing tasks in that category. So you allocate specific time blocks in your schedule to work exclusively on that one category at a time. A lot of people do this at work with their emails. So they might say, all right, I dedicate 9 to 10 every single morning to work on emails. And then I might have a separate block later in the day that's for creative work or writing. So in a lot of ways, task batching and time blocking go hand in hand. And the idea is that during each time block, you focus, you concentrate your efforts solely on the tasks within that category. So why should you task batch, especially for holiday preparations? One of the big reasons that you should task batch is that it's going to improve your focus. So it's going to minimize context switching. That's when your brain needs to switch from one task to the next. By doing similar tasks together, you're going to minimize that time that you're going to need to switch. This is going to lead to better concentration and better efficacy. This is also going to help you reduce your stress. By planning and organizing your tasks in advance, you can better manage your workload and reduce the feeling of overwhelmed because you know what you're going to do, when you're going to do it, and you have a plan in place. And this is also going to increase your productivity. So by completing similar tasks in succession, you're not only going to be able to do them faster and more effective, but you're going to develop a rhythm and become more proficient at handling them. Let's take a moment and I want to go back to this example of the way in which I like to task batch my errands. When I do this, I write down what are all the errands that I need to run and what do I need to do at each of the stops. And then I think about what order can I do them in so I'm not driving all over town. This saves me gas, this saves me time, and it doesn't take me that long to plan. So by task batching, you are going to save time compared to switching back and forth between unrelated activities. If you are someone who really struggles with executive functioning skills, so if you have ADHD or autism or something like that, you might find that doing this really, really, really helps because the time that it takes you to reorient yourself can take a lot of energy and that startup time can be really exhausting. And so this is a really important tool, particularly for people that have different executive functioning skills. So what are some of the tasks that you could batch around the holidays and what would that look like? So I'm going to talk about four types of holiday tasks. I'm going to go into detail about gift shopping, food, holiday cards, and decorating. So let's start with shopping. I'll tell you all, gift giving is not my love language. It makes me super anxious. I don't know if I'm getting people the right thing. And it's just, it's something that creates a little bit of anxiety for me. So one thing that really helps me with gift giving is I do have a place in my planner where all year long, if I think of a gift that I would like to get for someone, I write it down. That way, when birthdays or holidays come around and I need to buy people gifts, I already have a list generated full of ideas. The other thing that I like to do is think about a theme for gifts that I'm going to give that year. And then everybody gets that kind of gift from me. So this might be a book that I read that I really, really liked. It might be a pen that's my favorite pen or a notebook. And everybody's getting the same thing from Daniel. <laughs> the downside of something like this is the gifts don't feel quite as personalized. 
But I will say as someone who gets really anxious around gift giving, making this decision once and then just going with it really relieves a lot of stress for me. So how can you task batch gift shopping? I recommend dedicating specific days or time blocks for different categories of gift giving. So you might have, I'm going to do all of our family gift shopping on this day. Then I'm going to have another day for friends and colleagues. Or even better, I know a lot of people that say, hey, our family goes out on Black Friday. Bless you. I'm not that brave. But they'll go out on Black Friday. They make an amazing day of it. They have tons of fun. And all of their Christmas shopping is done then. You might also might consider online shopping for convenience and making some calculated decisions. I'm only going to shop at these three online stores. We even do this with location. My husband and I, we have a day that we dedicate to do all of our shopping for our kids and to shop for each other. It's really fun. We turn it into a date activity and we like to choose a location that we're going to do all of our shopping. So it might be we're going to go downtown this year and shop from all local small businesses. It might be I want to support a bookstore. So all of our shopping is going to happen in a bookstore. It might just be we're going to get a hot cocoa at the Starbucks and Target and we're going to wander around Target and all of our shopping is going to come from Target this year. In a lot of ways, what you're doing is you are deciding once. This is a principle that I learned from Kendra Adachi, the lazy genius. She says, decide once. This is the gift that we're giving to teachers this year. And this is the gift that they're getting for the holidays. This is the gift that they're getting as a thank you at the end of the school year. Decide once and do it over and over again. Take some of that pressure off. When it comes to meal preparation, one of the things that you might do is you might task batch the planning. Then you might task batch getting all the ingredients, and then you might task batch all of the preparations. Y'all, I love baking and cooking around the holidays. Our family has a day. We usually choose a weekend day. We've done it on a school night as well. We really like to take three to four hours, and ahead of time, I plan all of the cookies that we're going to make. I go to Pinterest. I choose my favorite holiday cookies. I get the recipes ahead of time. I write down all the ingredients that I'm going to need for those recipes. I put in an order because I don't go to grocery stores. And I have all those ingredients delivered. And then we have a cookie making night or a cookie making afternoon. And we play music and we drink hot cocoa and we bake and we bake and we bake. And then usually the day after we go and we deliver all of the cookies to our neighbors. It is so much fun. It is so delightful. So when it comes to meal preparation or baking, You can definitely task batch the preparations, the getting of ingredients, and then the actual baking or cooking. Another thing that you could task batch is holiday cards. So I will, I'm going to confess, I'm actually quite terrible at holiday cards. I get them out each year, but y'all, I have made some terrible, terrible mistakes when it comes to holiday cards. To not be too vague about it and give you an example, One year, I don't know how I did this, but I accidentally ordered over 100 cards that said that they were from Chris and Haley. Y'all, my name's Danielle, and my husband's name is Ryan, but our Christmas cards that year said, love Chris and Haley. So 
you know, take take my advice lightly here. But I really do have a ritual around my holiday cards, even though I am terrible at them. On Black Friday, I like to sit down with my family. We choose the pictures that we're going to use for our holiday card. And then I put in an order. I do all of my preparations that day. So I also go through my family and friends' addresses. I try to make sure that they're all updated. I print off our friends and family addresses onto address labels. That way I don't have to write all of them by hand. And we kind of create our little assembly line and we sticker all the addresses on. We sticker on our return address or our home address. Then we put stamps on each envelope and then we close each envelope. Then when we have our next errand day, because I like to task batch my errands, I know that that will be the day that I will take all of my cards to the post office and get them mailed. So we've talked about some ways that you can task batch gift shopping, meal preparation and baking and cooking, as well as holiday cards. The last thing that I'm going to talk about is the idea of task batching decorating. So I really like to set aside a dedicated time to decorate our entire house. I like to do this right after Thanksgiving. I know that that's common for many families, but I really like to put on some music, again, make some hot cocoa. We bring up all of the decorations and usually we do batch it by doing all of our decorations that go in our kitchen and living room and dining room area because that's all open in our home. And then we typically work the next day on our Christmas tree. We have another room where we put that up that's in a different location in our house. And so we tend to do that room together. So you might think about how you decorate and would you want to sort of categorize it by types of decorations that you're putting up or do you want to categorize it by the rooms of the house? You might also do this by inside the house and outside the house. Create the categories that you want and then you're going to focus on each of those categories at the time that you've dedicated to it. I hope that this gives you an idea of how you can task batch and how task batching might save you time. You might apply these ideas to other things that I didn't cover today. So things like cleaning and organizing after the holidays, planning parties. If you haven't listened to episode 88, I offer a party blueprint for meaningful celebrations in that episode. So if you're planning a party, you might want to check that out. So there you have it. Badging through the snow, getting tasks done in row. Oh my gosh. Because this season I am, I'm all about magic and I'm less about madness. The holidays are meant to be joyous and with a little strategic task batching, we can make them just that. So I don't know about you, but I'm ready to tackle my holiday to-do list with newfound confidence and efficacy from shopping to meal preparation to everything in between. Tatch basking is key. So remember, magic is in the details. And by organizing our tasks, we're creating space for the moments that truly matter. So whether you're decking the halls or planning festive feasts or just trying to keep up with a whirlwind of holiday events, task batching can be your superpower. But before I wrap up, I want a quick reminder. If you're feeling yourself overwhelmed, I want you to ask yourself, what would this look like if it were easy? Maybe it's simplifying your holiday shopping or opting for stress-free gift wrapping solutions. Get those groceries delivered if you need to, or use the pickup option. It is okay to choose easy, and it is okay to decide 
once. The goal is to savor the season, not to stress over it. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey. I hope that it's a magical holiday season. And if you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to me. So until next time, happy task batching, happy holidays. I wish for you days that are merry and bright. Cheers and be well, friends. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.